Hey guys, this is the voice of your homegirl. Happy new month, everyone. Trust you're all doing amazing today. Wow, we've entered the penultimate month of the year 2020. Wow, this is, it's been God. I mean, 2020 has been just, has just been doing 2020, you know, and uh, it's been crazy, crazy bumper ride, you know, but for the fact that you listen to me right now, God still needs you, trust me, all right? And no matter how challenging that situation is that you found yourself, trust me, there is a God who is interested in every teeny bitty, weeny thing about you. He's so mindful of you and uh, he's not confused, okay? He's so mindful and he, he picks you and singles you out of the crowd. Even when you do not understand or when you feel like he's not there, he's there every time he's there so well trust y'all are doing fantastic today um preparing to um close as 2020 is winding up 2020 is saying uh bidding a goodbye you know gradually keep the hope keep the faith alive and everything will be fine i know it's a long journey from everything to fine i know it's a long long journey but every single thing will be fine all right today i want to talk about conflict resolution and under that i'll be talking about defining apologies defining apologies or defining an apology whichever one it is conflict resolution now i'm not an expert i hope to i hope to be someday yeah but um admitting that we are wrong takes great strength honestly it takes a lot of god for a lot of people to admit that oh i'm wrong i'm sorry it takes a lot of work inner work all right so um it involves the swallowing of pride and a willingness emphasis on willingness all right to be honest and vulnerable Hmm. the power of apology can be initiated with one little sentence i'm sorry however you need to identify a sincere apology from that of uh an emotional manipulator okay so heart-centered apologies help to restore communication by promoting emotional intimacy now before i go forward let me say this conflicts exist in all relationships Either it's a parent-child-ship uh, or a husband-wife-ship or whatever ship it is, even at work, everywhere, conflicts exist in all relationships. By conflict, I mean specifically mean verbal disagreements and arguments here, all right? Disagreeing is not a bad thing. I would say disagreeing is not a bad thing. You have every right to have a different opinion from your partners. Okay? This is where maturity comes to playing. Okay, so you have every right to disagree with your partner or disagree with whoever you want to disagree with. Just do it in a mature way. Because you can never agree on everything. Even for soulmates, maybe 90% of the time they agree on almost everything but not everything because there would always be that uh that aura of uniqueness to every individual 
Okay, so I would say that the most important thing here is that you should be able to communicate effectively in a healthy way that allows you to understand each other better. With that's with whoever you're dealing with. Even if you're dealing with a teenager, there's a way some things need to be said. Sometimes people offend you not by what they say, but the way certain things are said. All right, so sidebar you can never agree on everything like i said even with your soulmate you might agree on almost everything but not everything like everything okay and um i would say that be ready to agree to disagree on quite a number of things you know sometimes in a relationship when you feel you know what this isn't working. This argument, this back and forth, this little dance or is becoming exhausting. So why don't we drop it? Okay? We don't have to have an answer to everything right now because we can't have it all figured out. Okay, so let's just agree to disagree. Okay? And then we pick it up later from there. So for the health of that relationship, it's needed to agree to disagree on things. So now, what is an apology? An apology is an expression of one remorse or regret for having said or done something that harms another person or something that hurts another person. Okay, so emphasis on harm and hurt. Okay, an apology is also a relational um, process that leads to change. I wish everybody can say an apology like that, but then... Not everybody can because some individuals have a thousand different faces all in one body. And I'm like, how do you even do that? (laughs) But then apology is also a relational process, like I said, that leads to change. And um, I'm quoting Michael Carson, PhD, professor of psychology. All right. The complete parts of a sincere apology. The complete part of a sincere apology, I broke that down, I think, into about five parts. Some have four, some have three, some five, some six. But I'll just say there are five here. And the first one is damage assessment. Damage assessment. When things happen, you've got to acknowledge the specific behavior that caused the damage. A lot of people, they just say, I'm sorry, just, you know, to shut you up or conversation ended already that or this is where you have to identify who is really sincere in the apology and who is not and who is just deflecting okay and um you've got to acknowledge that behavior what's that thing that ticked that person off that caused the damage the more specific you are actually and engaging the more the recipient of that apology realizes you are fully aware of what you have done and so this is where the apology starts from and I will say that this is uh, what I'm talking about today is similar to what I discussed last week for all you, all of you that have not listened to my podcast on forgiveness versus reconciliation I think you should please do that all right and um, this is finding apologies everything Um, when it comes to forgiveness, there are steps to it. When it comes to reconciliation, there are also steps. And I said that forgiveness is a door. If the door is not open, there's no way reconciliation can walk in. Impossible. 
Okay, and I also mentioned that forgiveness is a one-way street. A lot of people think that forgiveness is a two-way street. Okay, so continuing, I would like to say that the next point here is explanation of what went wrong. Okay, what went wrong? And you have to explain, oh, this happened, all right? Maybe you had a, uh, an appointment with a person and you disappointed. You're supposed to acknowledge that. And not just dismiss the way the person is feeling just because you feel you have an edge. Some people do that. And I will call that emotional manipulation. All right. So explain what went wrong. Either you were late. I'm sorry. I was late. And that's why when a person says, I'm sorry, I'm not just all about the I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. That's, that's like a line everyone uses today to buy into different kind of things to get what they want. It's just like the word love. It's been so bastardized. I love you. I love you. And it's a lie. It's just to get into your pants as a woman or just to, you know, get something from you. You know, and the, these words and these very, very heavy words, love is heavy. Apologies are heavy, but then people just make it like, it's just so simple, you know, so basic, you know, it doesn't really matter. Okay, so explain what went wrong if you were late for that meeting. I'm sorry, I was late. I got caught up with something else and I'm sorry, this is making you feel a certain type of way. And I am sorry that this will make um, this will make um, you feel like I do not take you um, as priority. That's explanation, explaining what happened and how it went wrong from your own side. All right, and um, the next one here is acknowledgement of responsibility. I think I've explained that in the second point here. Take responsibility. It's my fault. It's my fault, honey. I'm sorry that this happened. I take full responsibility. No excuses at all. Even if there are excuses, sometimes, if you really want to be responsible, which a lot of people do not want to do today, you have to take responsibility for your actions. Okay? And um, the next one is declaration of repentance. I am sorry. Okay? I am sorry for. And that's why for some people, for me too, if you tell me I'm sorry, I'll ask you for what exactly? Okay, and then by the time you begin to list one point, it's not enough. Because here, it's, it, it's a two-way thing. Okay, what exactly are you sorry for? Okay, so declaration of repentance. And here, you have to, you have to be sober, okay? And make the person understand that you do not, you're not dismissive of them or their feeling their feelings are valid you respect them you adore them and you won't want this to happen again between both of you that's a responsible type of apology okay and um the next one is offer of repair slash forgiveness how can i make this better okay how can we do this here comes reconciliation walking through the door just because a person decides to acknowledge, all right? Acknowledge what they have done. Okay, so I'm saying, you know what? Let's just knock this off. But before you knock it off, you need to talk about it and not just put it under the carpet and expect the things to go well. All right, so show some understanding why you're making your apology. 
is not just about the words I'm sorry, but then it's also about the words in a way because some people choke on it. Oh my God, culture makes it feel like when you say I'm sorry, you're weak. Oh man, when it gets to this place, you know, and a, a lot of other things, I get really, really um, disturbed because culture is indeed, I wouldn't say succeeded, but almost succeeded in overturning a lot of tables. In fact, Christians also believe that. And I was talking to someone, I think I've mentioned this on my podcast, I think a couple weeks back, that it's not weak or ceases to show your feelings, just digressing a bit. Okay, because culture makes you feel like that is uh, weak, but it's not weak, actually. Because if the whole God of the whole universe displayed what culture calls weakness, then I really don't know what to say then. Okay, because isn't it funny that the power of God is made known or, or works wondrously in the lives of people who have been passed over? Isn't it crazy to think that a power of God works magnificently in situations where people have completely given up on, you know, conditions that people have said, you know what, I give up. That is where God specializes in. I think I now understand why Paul says, uh, when he seek the Lord, the face of the Lord concerning a certain thorn in his flesh, and he was told by God, my grace is sufficient for you. And you know what? My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So to hell with culture and weakness. I don't even like hearing about it. Sorry. (laughs) But you know, coming back to what I'm saying, when it comes to an apology, it's not weak. Show some understanding. There are three qualities of a real sincere apology. I know I've mentioned about five here. I'm going to mention those three things. So if a person apologizes to you or you want to do that to a person, these are the three things you should look for acknowledgement responsibility and understanding you should show some understanding because everybody has feelings even a serial killer oh but a serial killer doesn't have uh, feelings well he did or she did at some point something just went wrong something something somewhere just went wrong all right and um I would also like to say that to base an apology on understanding and empathy removes power games from the equation and looks at long-term resolution. I'll say that again. To base an apology on understanding and empathy, that removes power games from the equation and looks at long-term resolution. What I'm saying here is, when a misunderstanding or disagreement happens between you and your SO or whatever, or your boss or whoever it is, you should understand, I think this is something that even I myself am trying to practice. And I think that a lot of couples do not try to practice. Okay, and do not even remember, because it's really hard to listen to the voice of reason when you're raging, when you're furious, like when you're aggressive. It takes a different kind of heart <laughs> it's it's hard but this is it now it should be that when a, a, a misunderstanding is going on it should be me and you versus the problem not the problem being it, coming in between me and you 
that's what a lot of people don't understand when there is a misunderstanding you did this you did that if someone could just stop for a second and say and that's why I'll, i i always love when a person could use uh, or make use of humor even in the midst of misunderstandings okay it should be constructive i know at that time reason is not even possible okay but you should always remember that when i'm arguing with a person am i arguing to win or i'm arguing to understand am i listening this also applies to listening am i listening to reply or am i listening to resp- um to understand okay and this is where empathy comes in because a real yeah i'll have that number 4 okay a real apology has that component that feature of empathy If you didn't grow up around that is something you have to learn to be kinder to people and to be more receptive. Okay? And um um there are three reasons why we do not want to say I'm sorry as people. To be honest, there are three reasons, basic reasons here that I found out. The first one is is fear. The fear of rejection. <laughs> The fear of conflict and weakness like I said earlier, stress in culture. And the truth is fear actually keeps you from doing the right thing. The fear of, you know what, as a man, I I I know that a lot of men, I'm not male bashing anyone right now, but a lot of men have issues with, you know, apologizing. Yeah, and I had to pause for a sec. So, I know that a lot of guys actually find it difficult to apologize. because oh if i apologize to her she'll see me as weak no it only means that you value that relationship more than your ego and that's why when you call people on uh on what they are doing and they become mad at you for something that uh, they have done and they try to deflect and turn that on you you can see that um even if it's in a relationship In fact, more in a relationship, when they deflect, you can see that their pride is stronger than their love. All right, so the next point here is pride. Pride keeps people away. All right, from acknowledging what needs to be acknowledged. People do not like saying sorry because of pride because and pride keeps us from taking responsibility. Our focus becomes what the other person did, which is typical. typical what the other person did to contribute to the problem we would decide to rather pass and uh, play the blame game pass the ball all right but pride and shame sidebar again pride and shame have a very thin line between them you know i got to understand this you know personally when certain things happen maybe just maybe you accuse somebody of something all right and then eventually you found out that maybe you accused them of taking something from you and then you find out that they did not take that thing it was somebody else and then some people find it difficult to apologize and when you ask them they'll be like oh i'm ashamed bro sis that's pride but that's what i'm saying there's a very thin line between shame and pride okay y- yeah at that point you could feel ashamed oh my god why did i even do this 
I should have found out first. Like I should have, you know, done all the background check. Why did I accuse them of something when I wasn't sure? That's like, you, you feel ashamed. But where this trend begins to move into pride is the longer you stay and refuse to acknowledge that problem, acknowledge that you've hurt that person, it becomes pride. And then in some situations, when eventually they go to apologize and the person begins to explain, but you should have done this, you should have done that, they flip it on you, well, but I didn't know, okay, I'm sorry, whatever. That's another definition of I'm sorry for some people, or I'm sorry, happy now? <laughs> you know, oh, uh, but I'm sorry. Just because some people do not like confrontation, they tell you I'm sorry just to end that conversation. And in my heart of hearts, I'm like, if you do not like confrontation, why do you do things to hurt people intentionally? I'm not saying we don't make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We're created to fail one another. But I'm talking about people that know what they are doing. And they go ahead to tick you off. Okay, and that's why you need to be very, very careful of the people that surround you because when a person has the key to switch your emotions just the way they feel like, the person doesn't need to have a, uh, what's that thing they call it, over your neck to control you. But then they understand you perfectly. They know what ticks you and what does not. They know what you want to hear. Some know that, mm, for example, when things happen between you and a person, you know, once you just tell her or him, I'm sorry, he'll just calm down. He loves hearing that. It's just like for the girls. So guys know that ladies love hearing, I love you. And you're the most beautiful woman on the face of the earth. Sis, you're not the most beautiful woman <laughs> on the face of the earth. I don't know why I, I really, really do not like that line. Because it's the honest truth. You are not the most beautiful. Yeah. You are not the most beautiful woman i'm saying that again on the face of the earth there are other women that have gone before you and have been pretty beautiful and you're just one of the beautiful ones and there will always be someone who is also beautiful okay so don't buy into that lie that's a cyborg for the ladies anyway but doesn't mean that you are not beautiful i'm not body shaming anyone right here i'm just saying that that's not a good lie you could choose someone something else to appreciate how they look appreciate your partner but that they are the most beautiful woman that you've ever met that's a lie <laughs> but anyway so we buy into the lie that your mistake was bigger like i was saying and uh we now hang on to the pride and hanging on to pride only hardens the hearts of the two people involved okay and this is where power toss will begin so you know what she should have done this and uh I, I, well and then you begin to you know soft pedal on your own mistake and you know what you did was wrong you know and the third thing is taking responsibility one of the reasons why people do not like saying I'm sorry is because they do not want to take responsibility for whatever thing they have done. And just so you know, the refusal to, uh, to apologize is the same as you refusing grace and forgiveness. Because a person who cannot, you know, apologize to the people they're, deal they're dealing with or they deal with, as a human being, you should learn that art apologize and, and it's not supposed to be an act 
but it's something you should work on even if you never grew up around that because each time you come to God and we all come to God we are meant to say Lord I'm sorry and uh, I'm sorry I keep falling short it's just like love too like I um, earlier explained you know the word says how can you say you love God you don't see and yet you you do not love your brother and sister that you see it doesn't make any sense that's the same thing here so the refusal to, to apologize is the same as you refusing grace and forgiveness apologies are meant to open your heart to the need for change that's if people need feel they need change because i saw a meme recently on the internet and it just cracked me up okay so it was a a, a cartoon actually and then someone someone was asking in the crowd asking the people do you want change and everybody raises their hands who wants to change and then nobody raises their hands and i was like oh my god typical typical so typical of every human being all right and um, because change is challenging it challenges things in your life it makes you go to places you don't want to go with yourself but i would say i'm still going to come back to do that the inevitable dimensions to change as long as we are here on earth, we would all change. And I think one of the reasons why people have problems in marriage is the fact that, oh, but I married him and she didn't like that. How come she now likes that now? Make sure you're with someone after you've received confirmation, of course, that can love you through all the layers, in quote, of life. The layers of disappointment, the layers of um, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a child you getting fired, you having uh, different kind of problems, showing different kind of sides to you, different sides to you, sides that even for you, it makes you scared because you never thought that side of you existed, which is people just marry the now, the now kind of person. How about the, 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 the storm kind of person, that person that will stick it through? I'm still going to come through to that podcast that's another episode entirely so apologies are meant to open your heart to the need for change and change is challenging however embracing the new and releasing the hold is necessary embrace the new as i wrap up this podcast and release the old all right breathe in the good and exhale the bad and recognize when I'm sorry it's been used as a tool for emotional manipulation some people just have that in their DNA it's just like wickedness I was telling someone recently there is a different difference between inherent evil some people just have evil as their DNA they breathe in evil they exhale evil that's just something that they just you know it's like a pig that's just who they are that's what they are made up of but there's a difference between inherent evil which that's that and influence and that's why as a parent watch your child before you call your child wicked it calls someone wicked you should be able to say is this person acting as a result of an influence from someone they've been working with or they're just wicked all right because some people are inherently wicked. The likes of Hitler and Mussolini, Stalin, Idi Amin, Eastern Kamuzubanda of Uganda, and a whole lot. 
that are people that I can't stop to mention. That's different from someone who got influenced. All right, so guys, I'm sorry I had to digress to do that. I was just trying to separate and make you understand certain things. So thank you so much. If you have any questions, any, um, you, I really love you reaching out to me whatever means that you can i'm gonna drop my number right now zero eight one zero two five six six eight nine zero zero eight one zero two five six six eight nine zero let's start from there have a lovely weekend guys